0: This is the Video Jumpyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. It's alive!
1: It's alive!
2: It's alive! The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living.
1: I have come here to chew
2: bubblegum and kick ass. and I'm all out of bubblegum. Well, hello.
3: From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half man, half ape, with the strength of twenty demons. It's
0: time.
3: Hey, everyone! Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Eric L. Branson, and with me, as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Joe Peterson and Ryan Steisgle. How's it going tonight, guys? Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Good. good. Yeah. More or
2: less. <laughs> It's warm, yes. and I'm trying to ignore it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just humid and warm. You're ro- roasting over there again. Yeah, I got to so. turn off the fan when we record, so it's just like it yeah. comes hot very quickly.
3: I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Actually, I know I have, but I like it's ni- like nice, toasty, like 66 degrees in the basement that I'm in right now. So just gotta twist that I bit. almost need a sweater Jesus. down here. So. I'm
2: gonna be doing the Ace Ventura outside of the fucking
1: rhino thing like it's like underwear slap um, yeah <laughs> at, at least use the the species that we talk about in the movie tonight
2: uh, yes. I don't know how to interpret that yeah. <laughs> it, it does get <laughs> be squeezing out of a boar wolf <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I instantly went yeah. Ewok and that's where I'm just like I'm very confused um <laughs> I'm sure and and, and essentially Ewoks, that's the too. plot of Serbian film. Ask this, Warwick right Davis about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Uh, uh, no, burn that from the are. record. We're try to... <laughs> <laughs> Someone wants uh, to share their trauma. That's the problem. <laughs> that's what's happening.
3: <laughs> I think it's fantastic that uh, we are reviewing a family film and the first
1: thing... Joe wants to
3: talk about. <laughs> it's like, hey, I made a mistake recently. Well, tonight, gentlemen, I I am prepared to
1: make my argument of the film study parallels between this film and a Serbian film.
2: Uh, I will do my best. And I'm you. out. Bye. <laughs> I'm not going to sweat my ass off for this. It's out. Yeah,
1: you took out. a trip uh, this past week, right, Eric? You went down to the Ozarks. Right. Yeah, we did.
3: Um, yeah, my sister and, and her husband own a place down there, and uh, we hadn't been to visit yet. So, yeah. Dude, the only time we could get it in was a few days here in the end of July. And, uh, um, yeah, it was a lot of driving for just a couple of days, but it was a lot of fun. So Nice. nice. So. Is it's like, in the woods? Not. Um, they're, now they're right on the lake. So, mm. on the... Yep, they got lake access and... Uh, are, the the in laws have have a boat they keep there, so we have to spend a lot of time in the water and.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's cool. Very cool. We haven't been doing much. We've been sitting around watching movies. <laughs> so.
3: Yeah, sometimes I wish our our summer's been so busy. I wish that I was doing more of that, and you know, not just the wonderful film we're going to review tonight, but some other I, things
1: I would get a chance okay. to watch. <laughs> I yeah, did same. recently rewatch Spider Man Three, because my son wanted oh, to really? watch something with Venom that wasn't Venom. He likes Venom, but he just wanted you know, he wanted to add some flavor. Um, mm-hmm. And so we watched that. And, you know, years later, watching it again, it's still pretty trashy. Um, I really don't like it still. <laughs> I was hoping that time would it's, soften me to it. I'm like, oh, there's just so many bad decisions here. I was going to say, like, it's we, like
2: by a comparison to, like, like when that was one of those superhero films that was early on. So when it was, be- it's just like, oh, man. This isn't really yeah. so great because it's one of those ones. It was a
1: step down from two. Well, you know, the second one was so good, but mm-hmm. compared just, to you know,
2: everything else that's come out, that everything else that's come out, uh, everything else that's <laughs> come out. I'm listening. Go on. I didn't. I, I didn't have to stop myself and point it out, but of course I did um but you did but i did it's like jesus how's this fucking family film review gonna go we're gonna get fucking rated for this (laughs) one um compared hey we never
3: said it was a family friendly podcast just a family friendly film yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) mistakes were made and it's not on our side um (laughs) like given like all the super like the pool of superhero movies has just been so expanded that like you can watch Spider Man three and go, oh, it's not Morbius, so we're good. <laughs> like
1: I remember being angry yeah, about that. In its own universe, it's still pretty bad. Um, yeah. but it's then not followed bad it up with, with to be great, we followed it up with No Way Home. Rewatching yeah. that, and that is still a fun, you know, connection. You could. It's cool that you can kind of watch any of those other Spider Man series and then watch No Way Home, and it works. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's cool. That's kind of neat. You know, it hops into a different universe, but it's it's kind of neat how you can do that. So, but yeah, I just wanted to show the Spider Man three still sucks, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, we we watched it. It was actually the first live action
3: Spider Man movie my kids watched. They picked that because they saw that Venom was in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, well, you guys are going to be disappointed by this and confused. Um, and and they were a little bit, but uh, in general, they liked it. So I'm like, okay, uh, i upon rewatching, because i hadn't really seen it all the way through since it probably since the theaters and i feel like it's like three quarters not so bad and then there's like and and just kind of knowing the story in hindsight now of the like of the production woes and some of the studio tampering that they had going on um yeah it's something that maybe potentially at one point on the page could have been a good movie but it just yeah got out of hand yeah. Again, like well, I think even Spider-Man the 3 songs is a good example.
2: Was... I was going to say, Spider-Man 3 is a good example of why we need writers and actors to do their thing, and studios need to fucking stop with their creative decisions, because they don't actually have any. Yeah. Yeah. I think Spider-Man 3 is a good example of that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Jared. Hey, I mean everything
3: I that you. Warner Brothers releases is actually a good example of that as well, for the most part. So. Yeah.
2: I haven't I'd seen reach. Flash yet, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't yet, but... Never it's. Heard. I liked it, but it's not without its flaws. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know. But it's it's not the second coming of... It's not going to relaunch an interest in superhero movies. Maybe for It's Harry, actually the second know. coming of Batman 89. So Yeah, it really yeah. is.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm so going to petition so, so. Michael Keaton as old Batman in a Batman Beyond movie. Just do it. Oh,
1: absolutely.
3: My God. I mean, that, that like, internet... Concept and the people, the people have kind of latched onto that idea. I think is what got him into this movie in the first place. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, but, you know, definitely We're not, We got James Gunn now, so. Yeah, yeah. We'll right. see what see what happens. Could yeah. be fun. Yeah. My faith. Well, speaking of nostalgia,
3: I made uh made these guys go on a little trip back to Endor with me this uh this week, and that, <laughs> is a, of course means that we watched uh.
2: We can never watch actual the, Star Wars.
3: Right, right. <laughs> well we did, we did long ago. We did a Star Wars one. We did the prequels, right? Yeah. So But we did watch the nineteen eighty-four made-for-TV movie Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure. Or if you saw it on TV in nineteen eighty four in the United States, it was just called an Ewok Adventure. In a galaxy far, far away, a brother and sister search for their missing parents.
0: How are we gonna find them? We will. Don't worry.
3: And fate leads them to the magical Ewoks.
0: We help you. Now,
3: a great adventure begins. It's an action-packed motion picture featuring incredible special effects from the award-winning team of industrial light and magic. That's Mommy and Daddy. Sometimes when you search for the impossible, an unbelievable adventure unfolds.
0: I wish we had furry creatures like you where I came from.
3: Don't miss The Ewok Adventure. Now on video cassette from MGM UA
1: home video.
3: Uh, the Caravan of Courage came with the European theatrical release, I guess, so. Um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, same same movie, whatever you you call it. Um yeah, so it it it's uh was directed by John Cordy, produced by Thomas G. Smith, executive produced by George Lucas, who also contributed the story. Um, he sure and, did. You know, the story that there was. <laughs> uh, stars Eric Wa- Walker, uh, Warwick Davis, Fiona Flanagan, Guy Boyd, and Aubrey Miller. Um, Yeah, originally aired on ABC television November 25th, 1984. Uh, wow. Yeah. 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 So this was, you know, post-Return of the Jedi, I believe, the first bit of star wars extended universe that that had come out yeah
1: yeah after the uh Um, christmas special yeah holiday special yeah
3: which that followed the original star wars films yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah it's it's it is superior in in most ways to to the the holiday special but we we kind of uh it it is see how how superior but (laughs) um Were you guys? Is this something that you guys had seen before, or how long has it been since you've uh, enjoyed the Ewok adventure?
1: Um, I knew they existed, and I had seen clips from them, like going over to a friend's house to pick them up for something, and when I was in grade school, and maybe this was on the TV. Uh, And so I, yeah, I knew there were two of them, but I had never seen them, or if I did see them, I wasn't really watching them. Um. But I knew that they were out there, so this was actually a first-time viewing for me.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I got a fun story. Uh, <laughs> these movies are the reason that, or they're not the reason, but they they helped greatly and uh, jumpstart in my relationship with my partner, who we've now been together mm-hmm. for nearly seven years. Um, but the first time I actually watched them, sit back, folks. It's I'm going to speed up a lone story uh that these guys have heard multiple times but i first saw it when i was like i found out about it in a in a star wars magazine because i used to actually get the star wars magazines when i was younger uh and i remember they showed some of the characters from random bits including one of them being this monster and i'm like what the fuck is this thing uh and like lucked out one day my fucking small town uh laundromat video store gas station finally got it for some reason and i was on that shit and i watched it and i was like i did it and then i moved on like i i don't i didn't i didn't hate it but but it was like like every other like young star wars person who was hungry for media this was before the the prequels were announced too um yeah Mm -hmm. so i was just like if whatever you could years before years before um before that so it was one of those things that like i was just excited to get it to see it not get it but to see it and i'm like i got it i check it off the list i can move forward with my life fast forward nearly seven years ago uh my (laughs) my partner and i were friends at this time totally crushing on her and stuff i'm like i invited her over well we had a conversation about ewok movies uh i talked about it and she talked about it and we were coming to realize that we both had two different interpretations of it. Uh, and and long story short there, we realized there was two different movies. And that we both watched the two different movies but weren't aware of the other. Oh. <laughs> so I devi- uh-huh. I devised oh, a plan yeah. where I'm like, hey, you should come over. I'll make a roast. I'll serve Ecto Cooler. And we're we're marathon these. And, like, I found these movies. This was before Disney+, Plus, so I won't tell you how. But I found them. And we watched them, and 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 we've been together ever since. So if you can endure indoor <laughs> adventures with Ewoks, uh, well played. Thank you. Um, it's one of those situations where it's just like, hey, I gotta uh, thank <laughs> the Ewoks movies and their uh, ridiculousness <laughs> for uh, you know giving me the uh, some some happy seven years. Uh, so. <laughs> there's that yeah. not many i don't think not many can awesome. fucking say that um maybe the roast help very I don't know. very do- few films yeah. i
1: think can have that kind of power um serbian yeah. film being another so. yeah. oh my god two <laughs> do, do we have
3: uh, an ewok, the ewok themed wedding to look forward to is that uh a... oh
2: god no so. but um maybe that's what we're, <laughs> we're doing at the reception we'll just make people watch it as we just sneak off and just like relax it's just like not doing. (laughs) I've I've seen a quick message for a few fucking weddings recently where it's just like um seems stressful as fuck like marriage is fine enough as it is but to include the community is just uh, why would who started this (laughs) (laughs) who started this nightmare good question who decided to have Um, the anxiety of like we need to fucking mail everybody uh thank you for showing up we didn't want you there but thank you yeah. Anyways, you, Eric, what's your history? So, um,
3: yeah, kind of similar to Joe, I was aware of these. Girl, well, okay, I was very aware of the sequel to this, so the second yeah. uh, Ewoks movie, Battle for Endor. I had this on a, on a tape, and I don't know if I taped it or if my parents had taped it for me, but probably at when it originally aired, I'd have to look when that was, but anyway, we had it on a tape. And I watched that a number of times and enjoyed it. And as far as I knew, that was the Ewoks movie. Like, I I had the same thing you had going on, Ryan, where I wasn't really aware that there was another Ewoks movie
1: Near until
3: the I, yeah, a family friend of ours that, that let me borrow movies from their collection sometimes, which is also a, a big collection of dubbed-off TV com- movies, uh, I saw a movie uh, tape labeled An Ewok Adventure. And decided that um, I would check out what that was because it was different and yeah it, it was this movie and not the other one and so it was like there's a big discovery like oh my gosh there's a whole nother ewok movie that I've never seen
1: Yep.
3: and um, even upon that first watch I think I I preferred the second
2: oh movie, yeah I can tell you right away was, they're both ridiculous cool. but the second's great yeah
3: <laughs> yeah it was it was it was cool to see you know to to, part of the excitement of discovering something that you don't know exists i mean this is pre-internet you couldn't just go look up all the information about it yeah and as a a kid i had no i no idea that there was this other movie and just happened upon it so it's a joy of discovery it was was exciting
2: yep oh which Uh, by the way speaking of we're gonna try not to spoil the second movie for joe because i want him to watch that movie joe do you know anything about it
1: um, I know uh, it's called Battle for Endor, and I know yeah. of some of the creatures in it. Fantastic. I assume because, it's about a battle on Endor. Because
2: after watching this movie, when you see the second, just within the first ten minutes, you go like, okay, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> and it's quite the journey from there. But uh, I didn't want to yeah. spoil that. because, Yeah. yeah, I just want to make that one killer. Anyways, continue <laughs> on.
3: <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Quick synopsis of the plot of this movie um, focuses on a family of humans who have been shipwrecked on, the, shipwrecked on the forest moon of Endor after the parents are kidnapped by the Gorax, which is a giant beast-like creature. Their children team up with the Ewoks in a quest to rescue them.
2: So That's pretty much... Uh, that's not yeah, only no it, but it, it is so pretty we, much we it. I, with.
1: Uh, I vaguely remember when Jedi was re-released, I think in 86. I remember seeing it in theaters. So it was popular, which they used to do a lot more back then, is bring movies back to theaters every couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. But Star Wars was still big, but when you'd go into, like, KB Toys, the Star Wars toys were always kind of, like, on the discount, or, get you know, they were pretty much gone, because it was a fad that was leaving. But I remember a lot of Ewok stuff around, mm-hmm. because I remember mm-hmm. when they did the Ewok okay. cartoons, and like I said, I knew yep. of these movies, and I learned at some point in middle school, probably, that there were two of them. Um, but hadn't seen them because, like you said, you couldn't just download them. I didn't know where to get them. So I didn't really know what was happening in the movies, but I knew they were around, and I remember the cartoon vaguely. Um, But just the way that they milked the hell out of the Ewoks, and this is a Star Wars thing, Yeah, you know? Yep.
3: I mean, they were a big hit with kids, supposedly, when, when Jedi came out, so yeah, I think they saw the opportunity to have you know some kind of family-friendly yeah. or more, more kid-centric, and the pre- which George Lucas has obviously been very interested in, because the prequels, he
1: was very much interested in getting more kids it into was, Star Wars. So. It was oh, yeah. marketed to kids, but he didn't use a cute, cuddly Ewok-type thing in the prequels. I mean, he still had RTV2, right. and the Jawas are still yeah. kind of around. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Jar Jar, yeah, and that didn't really work. But then in the sequels, right. I mean, I'm glad, but I remember it briefly, there were Porgs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. we don't have, like, a TV series of Porgs. But maybe <laughs> yeah, they did. So they might have know. an maybe animated
2: series of yeah. really catchy tune if they're anything like the Ewoks
1: probably and you know the same right. thing with putting babu freak and everything you yeah know, all that kind of crap they didn't i'm glad we didn't have to suffer through that but did you not see season three i've seen that he's in there or a character is it him or someone like him it's a family of them i
2: honestly couldn't tell you oh yeah yeah no i haven't time. seen
3: it yet i i i've woefully behind on everything so but not that you was hard but not the ewok movie that's right was
1: really so. hard to get into right away we, with burl ives narrating it yeah okay oh. so
3: that's that's the first thing it has got burl ives so right away it's like it, his voice just like triggers christmas movies to me it's so like wicked the like, brown-nosed yeah. ewok
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah and um so yeah, hearing his voice start narrating this thing was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. I had forgotten that it was Burl Lives and like as an adult now that I'm putting that all together, I was like, ah, this is really
2: weird. Um it's like definitely and... the weirdest nature documentary in the beginning. It's like, okay, yeah. no one asked for this, yeah. but let's go forward. Though that would be really cool mm-hmm. to get a Star Wars nature documentary. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> Old brain total. That kind of
3: Sounds like something that's right up <laughs> Disney Plus's alley. Actually, but we got to so, just not so, how I can you see do it. That, uh,
2: we gotta get like you know um warner on it and shit i don't worry right.
3: uh so yeah the the tawani family um crashes and um in the our the first scene we see them looking for their children the, the parents are looking for their children and they're captured by a large beast-like creature uh, basically a, a giant with long hair and kind of a wolfish face <laughs> kind of metal called the, the gorax, the gorax. Yeah. yeah now yeah he's does... got he's got like some really like nice metal guy hair like, like hair like, metal hair yeah, yeah. D- he spends some time on this hair like when there's a l'oreal
2: this... commercial to be made here
1: <laughs> when, <this laughs> when does this take place in the star wars timeline is this before uh, or i after actually looked
3: jedi? that up it is uh it is um after jedi it would have to be uh it is yeah three uh, no actually no this is actually before that it is somewhere in between it is takes place according to wikipedia which is the star wars wiki uh three aby which means three years after the battle of yavin so we're talking in between empire or like in between okay correct me if i'm wrong ryan i'm gonna get my star wars nerd rage well
2: c- coming. no this so, like, this is it's it's interesting that he asked because i was trying to figure this out as well And I never looked it up. This is just me, like, as a fan, sitting there on the couch and just trying to figure it out. Because, like... I'm Googling. (laughs) Google. Um, Ewoks, the notorious joke I made right away is, like, these motherfuckers are cannibals. Like, they they, they show that they're willing to eat Han and the crew, like, when they crash in the movie... Mm But here, they're super friendly to humans. But when you see them in The Return of the Jedi, they seem like they've never seen humans before. Or maybe they're just like, you know, we dealt with the Empire humans, like we're angry, let's eat some motherfuckers. But here, that's not the fucking case. So I'm just like, it has to be after. Especially, and again, I'm not trying to spoil anything, there's something that happens with Wicket uh, that he's able to do in the second film that, Mm -hmm. you know... Eric knows where I'm going. Anyone else who knows? Again, not trying to spoil anything. It's just like it has to take place after. Like you feel like it should be before, but it has to be after. There's so many. I things. was
1: just asking because so, if this takes place before Return of the Jedi, where the fuck was the Gorax in Return of the Jedi? You'd think that fucker'd be out and eating yeah. stormtroopers and shit.
3: According to how it's dated, and keep in mind that um I mean this just doesn't
2: canon. The
3: yeah. Yeah, that, that the Ewok films have been delegated to legend status. So, yeah. um, supposedly, <laughs> really according so. to the way they've dated it, this Caravan of Courage takes place three years after the Battle of Yavin, and the second Death Star was destroyed four years after the Battle of Yavin. So this is about a year prior to the second Death Star, so... That makes us worse. (laughs) Yes, it does, because I I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, it doesn't make any sense the way they react to humans in Return of the Jedi if they've ever seen them before. Yeah. And we're not talking, like, another tribe of Ewoks. We're talking, like, the same same family of Ewoks. Like, you know, they're in the same village, in the same... Yeah. It's the same group. It's, you know, it's Deej and his kids, Wicket, and... um, Yeah, so... Yeah.
2: Needless to say, I think it's safe to say yeah. they weren't thinking about fucking, uh, you know, timelines and canon when they made this. They were just thinking about catching. Well, I just love they how George Lucas
3: always kind yeah. of
1: like, "Well, this has always been the plan." That's
0: always yeah. been the plan.
3: Um, so George Lucas was fairly involved in making this movie because of the, the his feelings about what they had done with the holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special, and his animosity towards it, even from even when it was a new thing. Um, so he wrote yeah wrote the story for this and was an executive producer on the project um his uh his story is a very kind of loose family fantasy adventure that just kind of features ewoks i i think i feel like there's 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 moments here that work but as general as like stretching this thing out and, and it was originally conceived as a half an hour special that they blew up to a two hour movie and once I read that I went oh yeah I can tell that <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah right away because they have about a half an hour of substance here that they kind of flush out up to you know feature length so yeah it makes it um,
1: drag a really long time I yeah. I started so, watching this and I had it on for a while and was watching it but kind of you know three quarters paying attention and I was like alright how how much longer do I have in this it's only been 30 minutes I could have <laughs> swore and it's only a 90 <laughs> minute film I was like no yeah. oh shit so I had to come back to it the next day yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, and it's because it, it's just paced really slow
3: it's paced slowly and it just tends to like after the first couple of like little side adventures or whatever on their quest like it starts to become a little repetitive Oh, yeah. um, it's yeah. just like you know, Mason Sindel are gonna get into trouble, and the Ewoks are going to rescue them. And uh, Mason Sindel, being the Tawani kids that are that are being, um,
2: oh, Jesus to back
3: up Christ. just a little bit, that are being uh, escorted to rescue their parents yeah. by the the tribe of Ewoks, the Ewoks who are uh, that find the kids are are Deej and his his. Uh, family we we meet his family wicket and uh who we know from you know uh played by warwick davis we know from return of the jedi and um yeah yeah so and the rest of our uh ewok characters um there are
2: not to sound racist but outside of wicket they all kind of start to look the same
3: yeah i was gonna (laughs) say well there's whittle yeah which is uh played by Tony Cox actually not that you can tell but um yeah so another famous little person actor um that's in this and uh yeah um Warwick Davis of course re-rephrasing his role as Wicket and and Warwick Davis is a and we, we we learn later on is actually quite a competent actor in, in its own right, and yeah, yeah, uh, to be to be delegated to kind of doing what he needs to do with Wicket is just I don't know, couldn't have been one of his his more.
2: Well, he was quite young
3: when he did this. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah he was a
1: he was a teenager yeah. when he did this. It, but so. it's My also God, disappointing somebody... how bad the suits look. I mean, no, oh. they're yes, it, it, it makes the yeah. I was just to say, it reminds me of like when a. A Disney, a big Disney animated film would come out, mm-hmm. and then a year later they'd have the series on like afternoon cartoons, and it was always just off. Yeah. like yeah. Except this, like, it's live action. Ewok? Yeah. You made the Ewok costumes look even more like zip up teddy bear suits.
2: Sometimes you like, oh my god, like you just see like the whole entire <laughs> front like row of teeth like move up when they talk. Yeah. And you're like, ooh. Hmm. But the worst thing, and Warwick just constantly did this. In the movie, in not just in these movies, but in uh, Star uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, he licks the teeth. He just keeps yeah. licking the teeth, like, mm, and every yeah. time, like, mm, he's just, like, and you okay. can see Which, where it's starting to wear down from that, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, in an odd way
1: that teeth don't wear down. <laughs> Which is yet another parallel to a Serbian film. Oh, um.
2: God, please. <laughs> He's, just, like, dropping uh, the hens for, like, this, like, one person in, in our small listening pool who's just, like, the ostrich everybody. in an empty fucking audience going, Ha! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yep.
3: A- amongst amongst our, our listenership, there might be a couple, but, well, I don't That's know. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we we love all of them, yes. Uh, and, uh, and all their sadi-
2: sadistic needs.
3: Yes. Um... um so yeah, so it's kinda of, it's kind of built around this idea of an epic quest. It's a fantasy story. Right, yeah. They they are gonna go find their parents, but they they know that they're they put two and two together and figure out their parents have been taken by the Gorax. The Gorax is a giant who lives on the, the mount the big mountain in the distance, think Mount Doom in Middle Earth kind of thing. <laughs> um
2: in the valley where no has ever returned.
3: Yep, in the valley where no Ewok has ever returned from. So they have to put together a group of Ewoks, a fellowship, if you will. <laughs> and the wise old Ewok gives them each a magical item or, or something that's going to help them on their quest. And that pretty much episodically becomes the entire movie. Is it, We're going to see a side adventure for each little item, that yeah. they magical item yeah. that they've received. And it's not like a lot and, of attention is given to these items. Like, one no, of them is literally really. a rock. A rock. I mean, they make a you know a thing out of that because because Mace the the human boy is very like off. But he's like oh I just got he's a rock can, rock we, can we can we talk yeah.
2: about Mace for a second? He's
3: uh, a dick. Do we have oh, to? Oh, he's yeah. fucking <laughs> just
2: so obnoxious. I feel sorry. I get it. This actor, it's his first role, and again he's mm-hmm. under the same situation. I'm just reading off of what George Lucas's uh, script says. Um, yeah, and not only that, but we're also
3: now on a TV budget, and we're on you know like
2: yeah. and like how do i write for a teenager and such
3: yeah and it's
2: just like just constant fucking mood left and right and we're just like god i kind of hope he dies Uh, (laughs) but not to be (laughs) he is a yeah
3: a very obnoxious character to start with. Yeah. Um, he doesn't experience a whole lot of character growth. At the end, it just kind of, like, happens, and so it's not really well realized throughout the movie. It's kind
2: of hinted that the reason that the parents, like, ended up where they ended up in the first place is because he had a mood swing and ran off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was
3: his fault. It was definitely hinted that it's Mace's fault in some way. Yeah. Um, another thing that, that they did, whoever scripted this, I guess Bob Carew, Carew yeah, uh, was the actual writer, but the story was by George Lucas. But decided to put multiple um, dialogue scenes, which couldn't really be helped since they're the only two, like English or, or you know, G- Galactic Basic speaking yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, characters in most of the film. Um, but so most of the dialogue is handled by Eric Walker, who is a teenager doing his first, a young teenager doing his first feature. And his younger, the actress who plays his younger sister, Aubrey Miller, who plays Sindel, dialogue scenes between these two, and they are just horrendously staged. Like yeah. it makes soap operas look like they have you know competent acting going
1: on. So, yeah, both of these kids are just terribly unlikable. And I don't want to sound like the gruff old guy, but I'll I'll take it. These kids suck. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it's, its mainly is just Mace, a, yeah, like Sindel's mostly him. Just, yeah, but she's but. playing cutesy little girl, you know. I uh, like one of the reviews described her. She looks like the little angel you put on top of a Christmas tree. It's <laughs> it's that just hair. like yeah the the platinum uh, it, blonde it, and then the the
3: shiny suit. It, it's like it's like the casting call was just for like cute kid and that was the the
1: you
2: know it was, was discount Drew Barrymore.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much yeah. at this time. Yep, at this time. Um, yeah, I did point out yeah. again this was a budget thing and it's disturbing, but when the caravan departs and the Ewoks are all waving goodbye the camera stays on this Ewok mother holding a baby and the baby never moves and it holds on it for just way too long <laughs> yeah. like yeah it it,
0: again, yeah. the effects serve the
1: effects
3: don't. in this movie, uh, this movie and it's sequel were the last two features that um, ILM did uh, stop motion animation for they, they moved on to computer animation uh, shortly after and this is probably not you know the one the, the ones that they're going to hang their hat on at the end of the day. No, this so, is probably the, this know. is probably
2: like the last nail in the coffin that probably like cemented that fact. Where there's, like, that being be...
3: said, there is a very cool stop motion animation creature and that's the like bear pig <laughs> things um Man-ban-p- the horrible yeah, man bear wolf, pig Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah there's some really... <laughs> and, um, yeah, the Gorax is clearly a guy in a mask and a bunch of yeah. miniatures.
2: But not—he's like badly a done. Wait,
1: but
3: the mask is yeah. not bad. Yeah. yeah,
2: nor the effect. Like the effect is obvious, but given that time, like this was actually common in theatrical fucking things. It,
1: it looked like Rawhead Rex. Yeah, yeah. like their a little cousins bit. or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. and you know this, and it introduces a lot of magic with the effects. You get not only some other creatures on Endor, which is argument you know, kind of cool to see. But mm-hmm. the little glowy things—what are they called? The, the wisties. The wisties. Yeah, oh, there's all this kind of. Yeah. They, they introduce eat... all this magic stuff to it. They eat giggles,
2: <laughs> which yeah, is, oh, by God. the way, like a nightmare <laughs> fucking
3: statement. If um, you if you make a Serbian film comment, I'm gonna hang out. No. <laughs> I was you already it. did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you're gonna make a, you catching on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um god it's just oh, god yeah the magical things definitely felt like George Lucas watched like well what's popular right now is all these fantasy things uh and I'm just gonna do it and but my favorite part is when you occasionally get one of those like Star Wars nerds who try to make this like work I'm like this is just you know part of the diversity of the force nope nope it's just a bad idea nope this yeah, it's is just a bad a idea
3: yeah, but it's it trying to do epic fantasy in the Star Wars universe without be having anything particularly epic about it. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Or much yeah, fantasy. It, 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 yeah, well, I mean, it's got the wisties, like the yeah. little fairies, and there's definitely magic, because the, like, you know, the, the magic tomes and items that they all have. And, Kid gets stuck and the in the that, water? That was weird. Yeah, That was so... Like, what's yeah. the purpose of that? Yeah. <laughs> it was so they could use the magical stick. The, magic I mean, the, the Warwick's that, magic stick. Those items, when when they set up the items, I mean, that's that's the framework for the entire movie. Like, that every adventure, every little thing that happens after that is related back to one of those magical items, which is just, ends up being really um, trying on the patience, actually. Oh, it's man. like, oh, okay, I see. Like um, When they get to the actual, like, the beginning of the movie and the very end of the movie, like, <laughs> let's say we got that half an hour special they originally wanted to do it's all there and it's actually not terrible yeah like you could mm-hmm. you could have pulled that off it's all the stuff in between trying to like inflate doesn't really... this
2: when it should not be yeah. inflated it's like inflating roadkill not a great idea yeah. if
3: you just yeah. got them to the ewoks and the ewoks to the Gorax and that was your movie like it was a you know a special yep i i think it wouldn't be so bad but it's it's the fact that you bloated it up to this big well, long thing yeah. and you try, tried to put it, heap all of this importance on this quest that like first of all the, why the hell are the Ewoks doing this <laughs>
0: Like I yeah, know, I know there's question. like
3: nice guys but like yeah there's a whole lot of risk for um, a couple of kids that are kind of shitty to them well, from the get go jo- yeah. Joe
2: pointed out that the, he's like well the first half hour like felt like an hour and it's like the first half hour was a different story where uh, what Sendal is just sick, so they go out to find medicine, mm-hmm. and just like one oh, right. dumb yeah. fucking decision after another mm-hmm. made by fucking. Oh yeah, Mace just Mace, gets in trouble every. Just yeah. dumb fucking shit. Like I'm gonna go out in the fucking woods of Endor in the middle of the night. But anyways, yeah, it's wanna make that fucking yeah. complaint. So this was the one that, that really I found, me. by the way. <laughs> like in my childhood, yeah. I did not get the good one air quotes <laughs> yeah
3: oh this was yours hers was that's right yeah hers was, this was um, my <laughs> battle for Endor. ewok movie that's right um, she
2: never lets me down i mean she never lets that down
3: <laughs> but anyway um, sorry. yeah the other thing that bugs me about this that they've been very careful about in most other star wars stuff and i mean i guess you could say the prequels are full of like little like gags that are earth-centric but there are there are earth creatures the the horses they ride horses well and they said it they even called them out they yeah they even call them horses well he even called them little
2: bears mace called them little bears at one point
3: yeah like the like you know in a situation where this is a totally unrelated movie to to star wars and these people are earth people that crash somewhere okay i get it but still this planet has horses um (laughs) like okay we're no longer in a galaxy far far away this is uh i don't know like throughout the entire star wars, original star wars trilogy he makes a point to do the exact opposite of that like he wants to give stormtroopers some variety puts them on backs or whatever you know it's like it's yeah. always something that's alien or, or a foreign uh that's one of the things well, people don't appreciate much about the prequels because he brings a lot of earth centric stuff in you know dexter's diner and 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 etc I mean, you I guess an in Dagobo, you
2: have snakes <laughs> yeah. and stuff
1: like that you know
2: but i mean yeah i mean yeah han does say true. like see you in hell so there's a concept in hell of hell at one point true i mean
3: yeah and i guess if you're gonna nitpick that stuff like you can nit- it's all over the place you could nitpick it to death but, not, but oh they do but just horses seems obvious <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> horses just seem like an obvious thing that you probably could have done something different
1: some kind of. A I mean, they're putting all that weird, big, lumpy thing on their back anyway. Just turn them yep. into some other creature. Just cover them up, like you did. Give with them a mask. Back. You know,
3: with uh, give them Bantas. like one big burden creature that they can ride. Then have everything else walk beside it or something. Like it doesn't have. You don't have to have horse like, again. Yeah, I mean, and weren't just weren't
2: uh,
1: me. weren't banthas elephants?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: bantha's probably. So, I mean, they covered them up.
2: Not to give uh, Rise of Skywalker any fucking credit, but they had their quote-unquote horses, which were actual horses, but made to look like a... right, not a horse. Um, And this is one of the moons of Endor that they were... they got them from. Which, uh,
1: yet another thing to argue about, is the moon of Endor the name of the moon, or the name of the planet, or both? (laughs) I would assume
3: Endor is the main planet, and this is one of its moons... It's, it's technically like Endor 4 or
1: something isn't
2: it? Like Yeah, that's how they do I, it
1: I keep reading different things I actually read someplace <laughs> tonight that it's the planet and the moon's name. The planet and moon of the same name. It's was like, that's cheap mm-hmm. Yeah Just roll some dice so. and come up with another name, but whatever
3: Yeah, so as this thing slogs along, you get side adventures, we meet a bunch of fairies um, there's magic and, you know Mace gets frozen in a lake, and a magical stick helps him out of it.
2: Worst um, decision ever. There, sure, there, there is, is the, the cool,
3: yeah. The, the the pig bear things uh, are cool, and I think that's actually in the in the medicine part of it. The early part of it, we see those, um, and yeah. Eventually, after a long slog, we get the the entire party of Ewoks to the Gorax's mountain, and yep. um, yeah. Which apparently has, like, in. one
2: entrance. I don't kind know. of.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, they pick up some people, some other, some other Ewoks oh, along forgot the way. A woodsman, yeah. woodsman named, uh, what was his name? Chuck-a-truck. And,
2: um, <laughs> You know their names? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm reading them.
3: I, I <laughs> pretend I know their names, but... And then uh, an Ewok priestess, which they don't develop, like, at all. No, like, they're just like, that. she's a princess. And then on with the movie. Um, yeah, so... Get everybody there, and uh, one of the Ewoks distracts the, uh, um, distracts the Gorax by like literally fleeing in terror from him. I don't think. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait! You got to
2: cross a gorge.
3: No, yeah, yeah. Oh, the gorge Uh, with the spiders. You have to talk about the the (laughs) gorges.
2: Yes, you're right.
3: (laughs) So they have to cross a gorge. Once they're inside of the mountain, there's this giant, like, yeah, interior gorge that they have to get across. And the only way of climbing across it is there's these intricate, like, uh, very poorly disguised ropes, uh, spider webs. Yeah. When you said intricate, I'm like, across, he's being like... very nice. <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I backed backpedaled um yeah. it looks like a playpen so they're, they're,
2: for mcdonald's with of some extra course they're cli-
3: they decide oh it can hold us you know mace tests it out and mm-hmm. well, let's climb across the spider web and of course they're attacked by probably the hokiest looking spiders this this side of a halloween spook house at a cheap carnival oh i love God, the noise they, they, they make when seen. they throw them it's into like, the gorge though it's just this <laughs> <ee>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they look like they're having fun yeah yeah um
3: the fact that i mean they're if they were totally still and they were like a prop you had in your yard, they might be kind of a cool looking spider. But the fact that they just kind of wiggle them around and don't like yes, there's no animation to them at all. They just no. kind of like wiggle the model. And
1: you can see
2: the like
3: strings really effects. easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's spider web.
2: What do you mean strings? It yeah. is a very
3: poor <laughs> effect that, like, I'm kind of embarrassed for this movie for because you do have Lucasfilm and ILM. I mean, this is ILM a budget proposition. <laughs> yeah. And then the scene's not necessary. Like I mean, I guess it is because TV movies you got like runtimes and stuff. But yeah, but it's not like, necessary to the story. Yeah, like if it turns out this poorly, just just leave it on the cutting room floor. Like it's it does it's not you're not selling that these spiders are threatening. You're not selling that they're actually real spiders. I mean, it's you have a playpen. Um, yeah. Yep. Playpen, uh, spider web, and just the worst-looking spiders in the world. It's actually a funny scene if you want to look at it from a B-movie hilarity type. Oh yeah, um, because yeah. the the with the sound effects, like the hissing sound effects, and literally just, so, I I picture there's some guy just off camera like wiggling that thing. Yep. At <laughs> just yeah, like, it's like this is all the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't
2: actually move. It just yeah. I just I don't, I don't know. well, that's the thing with those um, fucking spiders too. Is it's like anybody who's anybody who knows like oh this is a giant spider web we should cross it well wait there's probably some spiders
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) like Like, what do you think built this what do you think built this fucking web but my favorite part oh it's it's big enough to hold us it's strong (laughs) no this wasn't made by a giant spider (laughs) (laughs) yeah no this isn't made for
2: a certain type of prey this is where Spider Man Three comes in. <laughs> this is where, yeah, um, yeah. but no, like I think it's fascinating because how they get rid of them is they just cut the fucking web. Like, yeah, that's great. That was your only way back.
3: Yep. Good Went luck with that later. Course run into yeah later, mm-hmm. um, but yes, and solve the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh But yeah, so they face off with the Gorax. Uh, one of the is it is it Whittle the other the other Warwick brother. I oh, mean. Run, runs in terror from, um, from the Gorax, and ends up, I believe, unintentionally distracting him for a long period of time while oh, they like, figure out how to free the parents from the, from the bird cage that they're hanging yeah. in. Um, like hiding in a basket, and,
2: uh, psych out, all that kinds of shit. Like it's, I totally didn't understand.
1: There. Their breakout where they tossed a rope up to the parents in the bird cage. And then they climbed then up. Then they <laughs> climbed up. And <laughs> yeah. then everyone climbed down. They helped them climb down. And it's I not don't, like these are like, these are not like elderly people no. or something no. that
3: need like, these are, you know.
1: And and the sun gets up there by. our age, honestly. Being given a slight yeah. boost by some Ewoks jumping on like a seesaw. And he goes flying up yeah. there. But then when you see how far it is for them to drop, like you didn't even need a rope to get down they just <laughs> crawl into it too there's no like locked door or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: like these two people could have the second that Gorax walked out of that room could have jumped out of the thing probably without injuring themselves at least not severely yep. gotten across that spider web they obviously just don't want to be rescued they don't want to go back to Mace No, yeah, God, yeah, no. Like, they're just like no
2: we don't want our kids back like, <laughs> <laughs> have you met
3: them <laughs> yeah.
2: one constantly bitches what? and one constantly bitches uh (laughs) like we ran away from them (laughs) like yeah uh, we figured getting
3: eaten by the the gorax was uh you know
2: (laughs) a better way to go so you have to ask though like Uh, why 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 does the gorax like keep them in a cage did he just like walk around the woods at night and just go like seems like a cool thing to fucking keep in a cage I'm gonna, yeah gonna keep i, I wonder because they make it seem like he's because
3: there's there's bones everywhere yeah. He's <laughs> picking meat but off if, of these big they're bones they're his size bones they're huge huge bones yeah, yeah. um they make it seem like they're in, in danger of being eaten but then again they've been there for like a long period a fairly long period probably of time a week or more like and he has not yet eaten them so, maybe he just thinks they're cool little creatures that he found. He's actually a test. Yeah, I just maybe he's not, <laughs> yeah, maybe he's go not as go. bad as you. <laughs> yeah, as bad as everybody makes him out to be. Because so, he's just
2: attacking the Ewoks because they're intruders. When you think right. about it, well, oh shit, there's good people on I mean, both you sides. You see him eat some
1: in the beginning. They're trying though, to steal my cool little creatures that I found. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't they, doesn't he try to eat some in the beginning or something like that? No. No. Yeah, may, maybe. I don't know.
2: In lore, in lore, this is the only thing I know because it was from the magazine that I had that told me this movie exists, <laughs> that these things yeah. do eat Ewoks, hence why Ewoks actually have their villages in the trees. Except for in this oh, movie. Oh, <laughs> the <Gorax County. laughs> for, The yeah. movie that they have the fucking actual predator that they're hiding from. Yeah, you're right.
3: They show the, the trees. They show the tree village, but then they have a whole lot of scenes in, like, the ground. ground tents. Yep.
2: Yeah. like wicket on the ground. The
3: ten, like, there are some wonderful tents that are obviously just picked up at Kmart prop pop-up yep. tents with some skins thrown over the top of them. Like they just they can't even like hide the shape of like dome tent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 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 a uh, thing of beauty. There there is a stupid yeah. charm
2: to this and there, Oh, films, there's a lot of but,
3: stupid charm, and I was going to get I, I beat up on this a little bit, but but there is a certain amount of fun that can be had. With this, uh, I do think it's overly long, even at 97 minutes, and that yeah. uh, it's oh a bit God. of a slog. But there are certain points where it's charming enough. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I probably giggles. don't need to point out that eventually they <laughs> they rescue the parents. Everybody has a big hug and is forgiven. You know, Mace is forgiven for being a a tool. You little and, prick. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, they push the Goron down exit. the fucking hole.
3: Yeah, twice. Yep. So they they are <laughs> running. They running away from the Gorax. They get to the gorge. Of course, yeah, the gorge gore, is their way yeah, to dispose gore, gore. of the Gorax. And um, yeah, he falls down the first time, and then does the good old bad horror movie bad guy when he uh-huh. appears again later. Um, and yeah, then they uh, yeah Mace throws an axe, an Ewok axe, so a very tiny axe to him into the back. Into his back, and he falls then to his death.
2: Yeah. Supposedly. An axe for, from the one axe wielding uh, Ewok who died from a rock slide that the Goron, uh, the Gorax, sorry, Gorax caused, um, which, yep. of course, George yeah, Lucas just Ewok. likes to kill Ewoks, apparently. So it's The like,
3: one Ewok fatality, it's yeah. the, the woodsman Chuck a Truck, um,
2: yep.
1: who does not make it back from the the But you have to. I mean,. You, you got to kill off one or two of them, you know, just to let people know that they're cute, and you've got to get that sympathy because they did it in Jedi. They kill Ewok. Mm-hmm, maybe yeah. two, but I know one couple. Yeah, but he's but yeah, my friend. Make... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I
2: was just thinking of Mace. <laughs> Crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this was a tough Star Wars film to sit through, and I've always loved how even before the, you know, pre the sequel trilogy when people would argue about the original trilogy or the prequels, and we'd go back and forth. Anytime somebody would bring up the Ewok movies, everyone just got quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas special, everybody'd mean? laugh and go, oh, it was terrible. We all agree that was terrible. The Ewok films, everybody gets it's kind of quiet.
3: It's because they exist in that perfect space where we all saw them, we were young enough to enjoy them, and we didn't, despite their faults. But it's harder to... 'Cause you could say that about a lot of nostalgic things, but this one these are a little bit harder to like make cases for actually being good movies because I'm not sure if that's really the well, case. Yeah, I would agree Even <laughs> even worse,
2: when you watch the fuck if you've ever seen the Christmas special, you can go like, Oh, I can easily just non canon this. Like this is just so over yeah. the top. But the Ewok right. movie it's like Ooh, it's it could work. It shouldn't. I, I won't accept it <laughs> yeah.
1: i hope it doesn't it,
2: but this is a harder one to argue against <laughs> like if, right. if i come up with that one fan um who's picketing out there going like make but E-walk again Avengers it doesn't canon. It does,
1: canon doesn't matter you know <laughs> if it matters to you right. then then make your own link or head canon mm-hmm. it whatever you know you can't yeah. expect yeah Filmmaker, it would it take too big it, <laughs> too many
3: leaps to make this yeah. canon. Like it doesn't have that many. There's a lot. There's there's other pieces of Star Wars out there that are a lot more problematic than this one
1: is. So. Well, and they've do they've you know incorporated, what? you know, the Gorax into stuff since then. So you know they've been filtering some of this stuff in there. My point you is know just what like nobody's keeping track of so, canon. Do you know it so. didn't
2: make the canon? The Gorax. Hmm. The Gorax yeah. did not make the canon. Twice. I just wanted to make Twice. that Cas. I just want to make the Cas joke yeah. again. Yeah, sorry. Um, it's a late yeah, night, and I, sin- I am sweating. And, and there's
3: probably, <laughs> there's probably definitely some Star Wars nerds out there that know this, but I, I did not before reading it on Wikipedia. But Syndul shows up as an adult character in some of the EU novels later on. Okay, um, she's she's a journalist that actually starts working with the New Republic at one point so um the oh, uh, fuck i don't know how that works time-wise like I, I guess it would if it's 20 years down the road or something but yeah even 15 someone's years an asshole <laughs> someone's
2: yeah. someone's an asshole for doing that
3: i think somebody is running short night they were running short on ideas it sounds yeah. like it's yeah like, it's like hey uh,
2: you know what would be a great reference <laughs> see who gets it but mm-hmm. it's like I, i'm totally am totally on board for that kind of like joke and reference but when you deal with a fan base like the star wars fan base who are just like about like technicalities well, well if it's mentioned a book that means the rest of these are canon and they're going to fucking draw up the fucking board and shit the tiktoks will be flooded oh, yeah man. this is yeah. how this is how you make a nation fall <laughs> this is yeah, this is the first one sign one. of the death of a nation fan fans yeah fans of a franchise so
3: yeah they rescue the parents everyone lives happily ever after except for the one ewok that gets to die Mm. um they release the little uh what's the Wisty that is their friend that's become their friends she yeah she gets released and that's kind of like the last scene of the movie and yeah
0: Yeah. what if it turns out the reason that her lives has
3: some shit to say i don't know by that point i was annoyed (laughs) at the narration too so Oh, yeah. I like would, when the narration be... came back, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's right, you were here in the
2: beginning. <laughs> what
3: yeah. yeah, like, it goes away for just long enough for me to forget that there was a narration track, and then it's like, oh, you're talking again. Ah, I get it. Okay.
1: <laughs> you know how this movie could be improved, though, with one simple thing, and that's just have somebody else narrate it? If you had Christopher Walken <laughs> narrating this, I mean, Charles Durning would have been good.
2: E- even yeah. even more so, George Lucas himself. Yeah, George Lucas himself. You,
1: you you read it, isn't that what Harrison Ford said to him? Yeah, you read it. Have Harrison Ford narrate. He won't
3: do it. And uh, he'd sound grumpy the whole time. It'd probably be actually uh, really great. Uh, it,
2: he's not even. This is the thing. He's not even narrating. It's just him complaining and have their him in the recording booth. George, why the fuck are you having me record
1: this fucking mother?
2: It just starts swearing a, like a a shit ton. Mark Maybe that's would the have kind of fun. director
1: commentary we need for certain films like this where it's just somebody... Every it's five just Harrison going, Ford. Uh. Like just the, one of the extra <laughs> commentary facts
2: is just like Harrison Ford watching the film and constantly wondering why the hell is this happening to him? <laughs> it's just like yeah. shitty audio. <laughs> like, leave me alone. I do
3: feel like it's a bit of a missed opportunity. Eric Walker, who plays Mace in the movie and, and Warwick Davis offered to do... In fact, I think there might be one on Eric Walker's YouTube channel offered to do a commentary for this and and the people who were having lucas films prior to the disney merger um said no thanks we're just gonna put the dvd out without any extra stuff and they're like okay whatever so
2: yeah we um, we don't really want to give this much attention
1: yeah yeah (laughs) put it away hide it not a bad idea anyway yeah every time george
2: comes in i have an idea no you don't no go back go back george so
1: that's caravan of courage and I'm really yeah. glad we didn't watch the second one because if it might be better, like you said, I have no doubts. You Which, have to watch the second one. We will hurdle. watch
2: the second one.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I, quite I do feel advantage. like we got to yeah. come back to this at some point. I'm down Ooh, for it. I, this was oh, tough, yeah. but I'm down for it. I trust you guys. Yeah. It'll, it'll be. It, it's gotta. It, we're be not.
2: Better. It's
3: better that. It's yeah, it, yeah It's that's definitely the word more I will a, use. Huh? The
2: B film enjoyment and but like I said like we should do it very soon here Jessica joe's reaction to just how the fucking movie starts <laughs> yeah. like yeah. yeah you can tell like somebody's just like we're gonna try something different <laughs> like, well, if it works yeah.
3: so it's uh, something. yeah do you want to uh, wrap this up and give this uh some final thoughts and a grade for yeah caravan of courage we'll uh
1: Let's start with you, Joe. I think I know what you're going to say. Um, but... I was disappointed in this. I, I didn't have high expectations either. I was like, okay, it's the Ewok movies. If they were that great, I probably would have seen them by now. Not to sound arrogant or anything, but I would have been asked by a lot of people, you should watch those, being a Star <laughs> Wars fan. I can see why I didn't. Um, it just tries way too hard with everything, and you can tell that this is a bloated, strung out 30-minute series, or 30-minute show that would have been even okay on its own. Um, I think for a 30 minute show the effects they had were probably suitable for the time you can't expect them to put the same amount of money into a 30 minute show as you would a feature length film so when it was kind of recommissioned to be made into a feature length film it failed because they tried tacking on stuff at the end so it's an example of meddling Uh, we see over and over how that affects things Uh, the, the costumes looked bad dialogue was atrocious um i was just really disappointed so, so but it's a star it. wars thing um yeah i don't know i don't want to give it an f but it just isn't a very good film so i'm gonna give it an f i'm gonna be mean
2: i don't what about you ryan well that's the thing i don't even think joe's being mean because I, I, I it is it's a bore um mm. it is such a boring film uh, and I think, like, I, I was excited for it because in the time for when I was discovering Star Wars, it was in the mid-90s. Like, this thing was not even talked about. I didn't know about it. It was, like, discovery and then, like, the fort the fortune of it just happened to show up. It's like, there's, th- I, there's a lot of happiness involved with this film that has really nothing to do with what happens in the film. <laughs> like, my relationship's doing yeah. great. All that shit. But, like the film itself is just so dry. Like it's not the highlight of the special effects that like, if this was any other fucking movie in industry, like I like, yeah, it's fine. It's whatever for a TV film. But this was like, Oh no, you're, you're Lucasfilm and you know, industrial lights and magic. And, um, you just got done with star Wars the first three. So it's like, shit, man, you're scraping a barrel. You don't know what to do yet. You don't know how to keep making this relevant, and it fucking shows. Um, I literally gotta try to do anything else to watch this. Like, I didn't want to give it an F either, because it's just, like, it feels wrong to, but at the same time, like, it's not a good movie. It, like, by that means, not even an exciting bad movie. Like, it has some bits, but not enough to, like, give me back that hour and a half that, uh, that I had to like we all had to fucking pay just for this moment (laughs) um but that being said being somebody who has seen the sequel or the the yeah the sequel the next movie um it has a very interesting payoff so you have to take this journey to actually like ride the ride that is the battle of Endor which is that one is just You thought this one was not crazy. This one was just mild as fuck. Like a white person's salsa. Um. (laughs) But yeah, that's it.
3: What do you you got? F two? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be a little kinder to this and I'll admit it's probably some nostalgia, but um it's I, I agree. It's not it's not a great movie. And the bloating it is kind of trying to like the thing is when when you when you change your your contract or your deal with abc television from a half an hour movie to a a two hour broadcast length movie uh you have to change your idea trying to keep the same idea and just kind of shove it full of other stuff doesn't really work and no matter how charming the characters are they're not really um you know outside of maybe some of the charm that the 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 couple main ewok characters give us um it just doesn't carry the movie very far. I think this has moments of being fun, nostalgic family film stuff. If you remember, you know, if you were growing up in the 80s and you know, me as a very young kid remembers some of the the stuff in the 80s and early 90s like the the made for TV, you know, we talked about the magical world of Disney TV movies and stuff like that. Like this yeah. ha, this has moments where it kind of like harkens back to some of that stuff. So it's it's a fun little nostalgia thing. Um the fact that it's related to the Star Wars universe always is going to make it a tad more watchable to me than just random, um, you know, random family TV movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it's not good. I think I gave it about a two point five stars out of five on. Uh, no, two stars out of five on, on Letterbox the other day after I watched it. So I'm going to stick kind of with that and give it like a C minus. Oh wow! Um, I, don't <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's it's a I don't think it's a total turd but because um, i've certainly seen stuff that is at least as bad as this that uh you know from the same era um and it's 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 tangential ties to the uh star wars universe makes it you know at yeah. least an oddity or a, a fun little like museum piece um i and i do think that the we should do battle of endor because it's a little bit it, it'll add to the discussion i think it it's, does it's, yeah it's yeah this, this
2: is still a central view and just to get to that film in a weird way yeah yeah. yeah. so
3: uh, yeah I, I think that's kind of where I'm going to land is a like minus a C, C- on this one
1: well we would also like to know what any of our listeners think of Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure and uh yeah we're going to be talking about the sequel so maybe don't go into that too much because we get so many people writing into us all the time um <laughs> But we would actually <laughs> yeah, love. I to can't keep up with. All I the can't. The, yeah, so much fan mail.
2: Suburban. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, please continue to send any of those questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms to the Video Junker Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Video Junk Pod or the main Facebook and Instagram pages for the Video Junker Podcast. If you write it, we'll read it, and we look forward to hearing from you. Hope you'll come back and join us for the Ewoks sequel and Mara, and
3: plenty of other things coming up. We're gonna watch. Uh, La Bamba, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito comedy twins. Uh, we're going to watch the monster movie, The Relic, um, and much more good stuff coming up. Uh, also, if you, uh, we have about 250 other episodes that we've already recorded, and feel free to peruse the back catalog and see if perhaps we've already covered your favorite film or guilty pleasure. And if we
1: haven't, let us know what that is, and we'd be happy to cover it in the future. Yeah. We want to thank you once again for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast review of a Serbian film. And hope you'll join us again next time. <laughs> and until then, <laughs> and I'm venture. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Eric
2: Branson, And I'm Ryan Steiskel saying, no, nope, no. Nope.
0: I wish we had furry creatures like you where I came from.
3: You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could
0: chat longer, but I'm having an old family. You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on the road. Keep rid of the moors.
3: We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Video Junkyard Podcast, on Twitter at Video Junk Pod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word want to thank you again for listening and keep digging who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard